And like that, we've begun. <laughs> you do that. Cherry uh, gate. I'm editing it, so I don't. Yeah, no, I'm not going to edit nothing. I do it every time. Every time I do a podcast as well, or even a video sometimes, so I'm linking up the audio. And, like, sometimes I don't know whether or not to put the intro on or just start the podcast. Mm-hmm. So this will be an adventure we are two together. <laughs> Broadcast. This is a very special episode for lots of different reasons. First of all, it's one of the first times in about two years that we've actually had to JJ on the show. How are you doing, man? In real life. Oh, in, in the same room. In the person. We've, so before we started, we were kissing. But then after that, we were talking about why we're here. Uh, and if you've never watched broadcast before, well, you'll know how this all started. This is about talking to weird and wonderful individuals from all around the world. Some of them bearded, some of them not. Of course. Uh, we've talked to comedians. We've talked to MMA fighters. We've talked to trainers. We've talked to yoga instructors, actors, comedians, beer models, barbers, and everything in between. Uh, but this all started off, uh, of course, being a podcast that was brought to you by Broadbeard Oils. It is their podcast, and we invite you from wherever you are in the world to come and join us. Now, I became hostess mm-hmm. about, what, two and a half years ago? I think it was about two, well, it would be two and a half years ago, right? It was the start of the pandemic, It was. It? it was literally within days uh-huh. of the pandemic starting. Like, I mean, what, maybe... In fact, it was the week after the Broadbeard Moustache Championships 2020. I think, I think it might have been a couple of days after. Oh, you're right. Jimmy me and Jimmy. You and Jimmy. And it was the Monday after. The, uh, the event was on the Saturday. You'd done it on the Monday. Yeah. And we were ready to do another one. I think so. And then, boom! Yeah, shut down. All that stuff that with... Well, you know, if you mention it online, apparently Facebook and that has a heart attack. So oh, really? if when that thing happened... They shut down the world, kind of. They shut down the world, and we're still all suffering the effects from now happened. Uh, broadcast went, uh, went online. Yes. So it went on to StreamYard. We, we got to talk to... God, that, that was weird and wonderful at the same time because we got to talk to people in their, their homes uh-huh. and all around the world. We were doing ones on... We were doing ones in New Zealand. We were doing ones in North America uh, and so much more. But what we're here to talk about is, uh, is the 10th anniversary... Of Brobbield. It is, man. Your, your baby. My baby, I know. I was thinking about this the other day. It's mad. Like, I remember well, break, breaking my back in 2011. Right. I remember being in hospital there. And then going through the recovery and rehab and making the beard oil that would become Wolver. Yeah. Which became the first broad beard oil. That was October 2012. So, I've never really got to... I mean, I know this story partly because we've yeah. talked about it before a little yeah. bit. Yeah. But we've never actually got to sit down and go... Ten years. Aye. How mental is this? And uh, and and you've and of course you've created not only uh, Brawbeard the the brand, Aye. not only the oils, not only everything you can get, but it's also it's out there on social media. You've got a YouTube channel uh, with instructional videos, everything. Go and check them out. Go and check out all the episodes in the archive. 
But we are going to take that little journey. We are going to take that little journey with <laughs> JJ as our special guest, if you like, for the first time ever. It's great being back on the broadcast, man. Because we, as you say, we've done it on Streamyard for yeah, a Yeah, yeah, we done a, we did a couple yeah. that were always kind of catch ups, and we were kind of talk- even at like a point where the world was kind of like, what's going on? Probably Bro- Bro- kept going. We kept going. Aye. It was just it's one of those things you adapt, don't you? Yeah, you've got a brand to run. You've got people expect content, so we've got to keep making it, and you just get creative. Yeah. It's like, you know, we're in the asylum here. Yeah, well, I should say, I haven't even said where we are. We're actually in the offices of Insane Championship Wrestling in Glasgow. Mal Dallas and Scott and the whole entire team very kindly gave us what is actually the mail changing room. Is it? Right, yeah. Okay. Look, how, look how tidy it is. Yeah, mate, it's, I know. It's better than my bed. There is one of those benches that you get at schools. So well, there is. A, <laughs> which confuses me. You know one of the ones you would, you would turn upside down and walk along? Very confused by those. Yeah. Very confused by those. But there it is. But there it is. Um, but, you know, what I was thinking is these guys adapted as well. Yeah, we did. You know, you've just got to adapt and overcome the obstacles in front of you, and that's what we've done. We've done the broadcast. You took the reins, and what were ninety? No, how many episodes you've done? You've done about one hundred and nine episodes now. I've done a fair amount now. Right. I've done a fair amount now. I didn't realise. I didn't realise we'd done that many. Because at one point we were weekly. We might go by the weekly again. We don't know. We're going to. We're going we're gonna to kind of see. As the world is kind of opening up, and people seem to be hungry for the content, which is nice. Well, that was uh, it. It was. It was like we were doing it one a week because yeah. people were accessible. They were in their house. They were accessible all the time, and it's evolved right. as well. Because like obviously, you know, Toshis came aboard. I know some of you are very kind about those episodes where we basically talk. Shite for an hour, but they are funny. They are funny, uh, um, and then we still get some, you know, guests in from time to time. But uh, I guess the main thing to talk about is um, where did the beard oil come from? Where did the idea come from? Because I've seen the pictures of you and your your biking leathers and what have you, and it's a stubble, stubble, stubble. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. It not was... like this beast we have now. No, there was a period of time I had, a, had like a almost like a goat, a long goatee, but yeah, yeah, yeah. shorter sides. And uh, so that was when I was racing mountain bikes. It wasn't obviously it was nowhere near as long as this. Yeah. And it was just something I never paid attention to was like itchiness under uh, my yeah. chin with the helmet strap when I was wearing the helmet all the time. I get irritated under there. And then also breaking my back gave me time to recover, gave me time to do other things. I guess. So uh, I started to learn massage therapy, sports massage yes, therapy yes, through yes. recovery. And then part of that was make massage oils for the course. So I was learning how to use the natural oils and stuff. And Elaine, my wife, she was using hair oil, just expensive stuff from like boots or whatever. So I started making natural hair oil for her, yeah. and then started to understand what it was for, like you know, stop dry skin stuff like that, condition the hair. I thought, well, maybe I can use that on my beard, get rid of the itchiness, irritation, and then the dandruff that was sitting on my top. Yeah, and it worked. But I need to thicken up the oil a little bit because beard hair is more coarse. Yeah, yeah. And it seemed to work. It just became a natural conditioner. I liked it. I gave it to family and friends who had facial hair. So, like, see what you think of this. And then it just, the word started to spread. And then I thought, right, well, there's interest. Let's build yeah. a website and see what we can do. And then, yeah, it just slowly started to snowball through there. Out with my grasp sometimes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you know, I just learn as you go along. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, was, there, was there ever a point during that? Because it seemed, like you say, it seemed so kind of linear and so kind of fluid that it went from one thing to another. Listen, you're using the phrase linear. No, Holy crap, no. what's all that about? <laughs> it's, wouldn't you be saying that in breakfast radio? I'll tell you that or nothing. Decades. But the thing is, uh, um, um, but it does seem to be, was there a point where you ever went, whoa, 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 whoa? Because obviously you were doing other stuff in your life and uh, this yeah, was yeah. kind of like, I don't want to say a side hustle, but did you ever think, even at that point, could this become what I do? Uh, at the time, no. I was still, I was a graphic designer at the time and yeah. I'd been in that job, 
I don't know what the timeline was, but when I left, I'd been there for 14 years, so I've been there a while. Mm. And yeah, I was running Braun on the side as a side hustle, and uh, it was starting to get a wee bit of momentum, and it wasn't really until we ended up in the newspaper, because people, no one was really doing beard oil at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, the local newspaper got hold of it, thinking, what the hell is this, this guy up to? And it started to get a wee bit press coverage, and then somehow Fred Durst got interested that's in right, it, Philip right. Biscuit. And when he tweeted about it, all the socials just went boom. And I was like, fuck, I've got to take this more seriously. <laughs> and it was already, like, it was already serious, but we also had the insurance in place, we also had the safety assessments in place, all the legal shit was in place, yeah. which cost a fortune at the start. Mm. But being, like, I always, I'm always well planned, like, everything's well planned, so I knew I had to have them in place to progress forward. So with that in place, I thought, well, there's nothing stopping me making it my full-time job. Yeah. So that's what we kind of, that's what I geared it towards. So continue working to pay the bills, but start building this business on the side, and when the time comes, make the jump. Yeah. And that's what happened. Jesus. That was, an, that was the end of 2017, I fully made the jump. Oh, wow, because that I, recent? Aye, because I went part-time. At the end of 2016, I went part-time with my work. Right. Because they kind of needed me as well. Right. In the position so they were I, like... I mean, you could go, but could you, could you stay? Could exactly, you stay at the same I, time? Yeah. Exactly, because the position I was in, there was only four of us in the artwork studio. Right. And the amount of work they had required the four people. Got so you. they wouldn't really want to let me go and train somebody else up. So we agreed to go part-time. And I'd done that for, I don't know, eight months, maybe a year. And I just got to the stage, it's like, it's not fair on them. Yeah. Uh, me dedicating all this time to Broadbeard. And I thought, I need to make the jump. So that's what we've done. And, there you uh, go. Yeah. It's no. been a roller coaster. Well, it's not a roller coaster the whole time, but since then, fuck me. You know, it's like working for yourself. Like, yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, it falls on your shoulders, eh? Yeah, well, that's it at the end of the day. But uh, hell, it's also a hell of a motivator. It's uh, oh, no one's yeah. going to sit there and, uh, and no one wakes up in the morning and goes, "How do I put money in JJ's pocket? How do I get yeah. the Broadbeard brand out there?" And that's that's the thing as well. I mean, I know that you're you're back at uni just now. Yeah. It's about studying effectively just to make the business better. That's exactly it. It was the thing is, I've never been to university before. It was I went straight from school into work in a graphics company. Just because that's what my parents done. I, like, I just figured that's what you do. Just go straight to school, into work, start making money. And uh, the opportunity came up in whatever year, 2018 I think it was, 19 maybe, uh, to go to university to do a business management degree. Right. Uh, the, the place was offered to me. And it's, a, it's called a graduate apprenticeship course. So what it is, it's a full-time four-year honours degree. Right. But it's designed for an employer to send an employee to learn to right. bring those skills back to the business. Okay. Right? But I'm the only person that's got my own business on that course. So I just winged it. I was like, fuck it, I'll, I'll apply for it, see what they say. And they accepted me. I went along, met the principal of what the head dude at the, the uni. Right. And he says, aye, we can take you on. Maybe they were struggling for spaces, I don't know. Oh, well, well I'm going to say, uh, I'll be checking that out when I, I get up the road. Ah, I'll, uh, I'll give you the details. Oh, it sounds good, sounds good. I always want to keep the options open, because so far... I am the only person that's ever worked for me. So, well, that's uh, it, aye. So, uh, I'll, have a, I'll have a word with him. Our HR department is shocking. <laughs> shocking, I can assure you that. I'll have to have a strong word with them. <laughs> but, um, so, in terms of from there to here, do you ever look back and go, like, how the hell did that happen? Because, like, 10 years. So, that's 10 years from that first little ball aye, all the way to where we are right now. Yes. That's mad. I know. That's mad. Do you ever look back and go, I can't believe, I can't believe you managed that? Aye, plenty of times. Yeah. Like, there's been a few times I've been close to throwing the towel in. Like, I get you. Uh, okay. You've been there as well. Eh? Yeah, yeah. Like My mum passed away in 2014. That was close. There's been a few other things along the way. Just 
just things prop up, like crop, um, crop up. Sorry, you know, money gets hard sometimes. Yeah. Like, is this worth it? And then something amazing happens. You're like, fucking right, it's worth it. Yeah. You know, and like I can dictate how my week goes. I'm still. You end up working six days a week. You know, I mean, we try to raise a family. It's, it's not easy, but yeah. you make time for it. You make time for work. You make time for training or. You know, whatever you're into. I don't need time for training, Juju, just to make that very clear. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like... I don't I've, need time. I, I saw a picture of me showing off your fucking abs the other day, <laughs> and I just was like, yeah, okay, that's fine. I know, I'm proud Making of all that, the rest man. of us feel really bad. <laughs> Sorry, dude. Well, that is, it's that thing. It's like, I put that up on social media because it's accountability for me as well. Yeah. So if I put that up once, yeah. folk are just going to go, all right, what's he doing now? Well, he's giving up on the gym. Whereas if I'm putting up every time I'm there, which is three days a week, that's my accountability to keep going and keep posting that thing because yeah. I owe it to myself to, to keep posting. It's like anything you post, like even the orders, when I post the orders every day. Yeah, I see that, yeah. I, I do that because the customers like to see their order. They get excited knowing that, fuck, that's my order. It's getting shipped out today. I'll get it tomorrow. And it's also nice to see because, I mean, you're not going to get that with Amazon. You're not going to get that with any anything else like that. You're probably not going to get that. And I'm not. I'm not throwing shade. I know someone's going to say, oh, it's throwing shade. I'm not throwing shade. You're not going to get that with most beautiful oil companies. Like nah. you're, you're not going to get because there's a real connection you have. And yeah. I think that people just naturally connect with uh, when they see Broadbeard. I mean, it's got a, I mean, that's the whole thing. I mean, going all the way to the championships, yeah. you don't need to do the championships. No. I mean, but it's an event and yeah. it's an upsell and it's something that people like to come and just have a good time and they buy stuff and they have a good time and why not? That's it, man. If they came along and didn't buy anything, they wouldn't really bother me. It's, it's a community. I'm trying to build a community. Like, everybody's there for having fun. It's like, there's so many people out there who feel lonely or um, cast aside, you know, this kind of alternative lifestyle. Hmm. And I, I want to build this community where, you know, everybody can come along at the championships and have a laugh. They can compete if they've got a beard if they want to. If they don't have a beard, they can enter the fake beard category. Yep. There's a band. Just come and watch the band. It's, nice. Yeah, it's just a good event, eh? And somebody actually messaged me yesterday saying, I want to come at the champs, but I'm coming on my own. Is it a welcome atmosphere? And I was like, you'll not find anywhere more welcome. I think it's, so, yeah. It's, you know, it's just it's a big party, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody's going to... F- you're not going to feel... You're certainly not going to feel left out. No, not at all. But that's the thing, though. We've got the Brotherhood community online, the Facebook community, and it's amazing the amount of people who have met each other online yeah. and then they get in person and they make a new friend, and that's it. It's just like friendships are made. And, and particularly during lockdown, when the, the communication that was going between everyone, yeah. they were talking about their emotions, and, you know, it's, we've, a lot of it, we were all opening up during lockdown, but it, uh, but it was the connections that people make with the brand. I mean, it's yeah. a cool, as well as that, it's a cool brand. Let's, Thanks, man. Let's not, let's not talk. Let's, I mean, let's talk logos, which I don't have one today and I feel bad about. That's right, I've got uh, one. There we go. There's a logo there. <laughs> it's heading by my beard uh, uh, it's, uh, it's. I was trying to see if there was any sitting about here. Jester's over there. Um, oh, yeah. not, the, um, not the actual person, just the picture. You get him over there with a, a ball gag and, you know, he's a wee dirty. <laughs> Tied up on that bench. Just, uh, exactly. He's just balancing <laughs> along the bench, butt cheeks, <laughs> on the back, they're just grasping it. That is the control he has. Um, <laughs> but um, it's about making... A, a, when when you were like going from the bottle to the business, mm-hmm. like to going for like you need to launch a brand, like a number of times I've been asked over the years, like, but what's your logo? Do you have a logo? And it's like I'm a comedian, I don't really have a logo, yeah, yeah, yeah. but I I get when people go, but you should have a logo, you should have a brand, you should have something that people go, and I get all that. I get that most comedians don't fucking do that, and I totally should. I'm probably just giving that away, um, but. Um, 
how did that come about? Like, when was, like, obviously you got the graphic designing background, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, was that something you kind of set out to go, I want this to be kind of cool or different or set out? Because, like you said, nobody was doing beard oil at that time. How do you, how do, you do something that makes people go, hey, what's this? Aye, well, I was sitting, I've also had created the beard oil, yeah. not knowing it was going to become a business, but I, I like, I used to like drawing, I'm shit at it now because I've not done it for a long time. Okay. But I used to just sit and sketch. And I've got, I've got a sketch pad full of kind of old logos that were somewhat shocking. Like. Okay. But I would love to see that. Uh, well, we would love to see what, that. Maybe one day. beard with a big smile on it or something. <laughs> like, like, wee legs. It's like, <laughs> the, <laughs> it's like the outline of a beard with a logo, the, the name inside it and stuff. It's shit. But I've seen a beard company. It's <laughs> a logo. So I love the picture. Like, totally shit. Totally shit. Some guy out there going, oh, like, I thought I'd smash that, JJ. Sorry, dude. Uh, no, so I was sitting drawing the skulls, sitting drawing the skulls, and uh, I kind of like the pin-up hot rod kind of yeah. style. Yeah, I've yeah. got a few books on that as well, so sitting drawing skulls in different angles and stuff, and then that one just off to the side, I thought, well, you can see the side of the beard, you can see the length of the yeah, beard. Yeah. And then as so I've done that, and I thought, spiky hair, just add a bit more edge to it, put a bandana, uh, like a snood bandana thing on its yeah, head, yeah. Um, just kind of tied into the outdoor lifestyle, kind of... And just edging this rock and roll, black and white. Yeah. And it just started to come together. I drew it and then I took it into Adobe Illustrator. Right. Done it in vector there. Just like extended some things just to make it a bit edgier. Yeah, yeah. And it came out the way it is. And that's that's how it's been since. I just thought it looks cool. People like it. Do you it. know what? I, I keep forgetting it's a skill. I don't know what I think it is. Keep I keep forgetting it's a skill. skill. I yeah. see the logo, yeah. but I never think about breaking the logo down Aye. and go like, "Oh, it's a, it's a skill." It's got, like, that, it's got I, that expression on it as well. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think of it as being. Yeah. I think of it as being the Broadbeard logo, yeah. which I guess is what you want to set out with with oh, any brand. Yeah. Like I never think like, "Where's well, the skull with a beard and yeah. a wee hat on?" Well, how's it go here? <laughs> how's it well, go? That's it. it's, it's like a, a bandana. What do you call that? A head, head thing. Oh, bandana is it not a bandana? It is, but the hair sticking at the top. I don't know, man, I just drew it. <laughs> no, it looks good. It looks yeah, good, is what you. I'm saying. I appreciate it. So, um, obviously, as you've grown, the, the, the brand has grown. I mean, for the 10th year anniversary, I mean, I've got to say, can you give me some of your highs, right? Because there's going to be highs of the last, like a couple of your highs mm. in the last 10 years. I mean, obviously, selling that first bottle, getting that first product out there is going to be a big one. Yeah. But what would be some other ones like that? Uh, the first sale was definitely one. We built the website. Do you remember who it was? Mate, I don't, off the top of my head, I don't, but I checked it a few months ago. I just... Have you bought, have they bought any more? Huh? Ah, no, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, that one bottle and never... No, no, they bought, they bought some more. I don't think they're a customer now, but they were. Uh, I don't know, four orders or something. Scumbag. No, but... Uh, <laughs> we'll take the four orders. They may be shaved, mate. I don't know. They may be shaved. Well, I never thought about that. be did. <laughs> or, or that. Or that. be did. never thought about that. There you go, sorry. So that was cool, man. When that first order came in, but it was nerve-wracking. You're like, fuck. And I need for fulfill oh, this now. <laughs> yeah. And then they hope they hope the person likes it. Um, but other other ones, the first time somebody sent in a photo for the Brotherhood community. So we've got a gallery on the website, and that's how the Brotherhood started. Somebody just sent a picture in with them and their beard oil. Nice. So I kind of encouraged it after that, and then people kept sending them, and that's how the Brotherhood gallery started. And then we took that over to Facebook, so we got the community in there. And then so aye, that was good. Getting that first kind of. Somebody's proud to stand with their bottle. Yeah. And then the championships. Then we decided to do the championships. Of course. We were one of the headline sponsors on the British Beer the Moustache Championships in 2017, I think it was. And then we... Or 2016, I can't remember. Then when we decided to do the uh, Broadbeard Moustache Championships, we got the Liver Beards for Liverpool who ran the British to give us a hand. 
and that was nerve wracking as well. Never have, have never done an event before. Yeah. I thought, fuck it, we'll give it a shot, see what happens. And it, it went in a storm, man. It sold out. Got loads of press coverage off the back of it. We were yeah. on live TV talking about it, STV. And uh, yeah, that was just another, another thing to add to the, the CV, I guess. Yeah. Um, just the Brotherhood are cool, man. I just love jumping in Brotherhood group. Cause yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every, there's no arseholes in there, right? No, it's no, there doesn't, there doesn't seem to be. Nah. Everyone's always been very, very supportive. Even yeah. when, like, I think I, I turned up at the first championships I hosted without a beard. No, I don't nah, think, I think, I'm, I think I've always had a beard of some description. Yeah. So I think that, that, you see, if you're hosting a beard championships, the least you could do is, like, just grow <laughs> a wee bit of facial hair. Yeah. Like, something. Uh, and not, not that, you know, if there's any women out there, they can do whatever they need to. But if a lady turns up with a full-grown beard, then I'll be more than happy to, to hand the mic over. <laughs> um, now, in terms of, I mean, obviously, uh, um, it's amazing how your family's embraced the business. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause obviously we've got Mrs. Brawl Beard Oils. Yeah. I think I think she I think Elaine's actually known as Mrs. Mrs. Brawl. Mrs. Brawl. Uh, on a, um and I think we have had an opportunity of chatting before and going, what was that scary moment? Because I had it with stand up. Yeah. And uh, bless my, my poor wife, I think at this point she's kinda like, just fucking do whatever you fucking stop discussing this shit with me. You've yeah. done all right. Uh, um but it is that thing, like, uh, having your partner going, like, cool, it's got your back. And she's became very, I mean, she was, uh, uh, was she pregnant? No, she wasn't. She wasn't pregnant when she was show managing one of the events. Ah, she was, eh? She was, was 2021. She yeah, was yeah, yeah. heavily pregnant. She was due in April, and that was in February, so. 2021? Did you have one? 2020. Oh, fucking don't do that. I think Jesus. I said 2021. No, no so. way did I miss no, one. No, no, 2020. Uh, uh, but that was weird, man, because, like, remember, they were filming Batman literally next right. door. next door, right? Because, uh, like, even though John had gone to the trouble of making sure uh, he had a car parking space and I had a car parking space a couple of other people did yeah. still have felt like I was trying to break in a Fort Knox oh, getting mate, into the car park at the dry gate I know you're sure you're not here to uh, spy on the Batman film and it's like didn't even know there was Batman filming <laughs> let me in the fucking place well that's it usually we get the whole car park for like staff or whatever and uh, this time I phoned up and I was like everyone cool just last minute organisation and it says eh, right whoever it is the production company have got half the car park and yeah. you've got the other half and I was like fuck I need more than that but we sorted that out, but yeah, it was so cool coming out the doors as we we're setting up the event. Batman's over there. Yeah, we are there. It's so weird. It was really cool. It's so weird. But uh, um, and and then obviously again, like the time frame. I don't think people appreciate the time frame of how quickly everything changed. Huh? Because like I think I can remember uh, being at an ICW show. Funnily enough, maybe start of February when people were going like, "Well, oh, that's a case in Dundee. Aye. That's a case in Dundee." Yeah. And then within a month. They were actively talking like, I, I think I think I did a gig on the Thursday, and the Friday, and by the Monday everything was shut down. Was it? It was that quick. Uh, it was that quick. I remember it. We we just got it in at the champs. But I don't think there was any threat at the champs. I don't think there was any talk about. No, yeah. no, I don't think there was any. It was 100% I, 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 we were we were happening. Uh, I don't think there was any real talk of it. Then it happened. It escalated really quick. Uh, it was a couple of weeks after the champs. That's when it really literally. Started to ramp yeah, yeah, up. yeah. Yeah, I remember that. I was thinking we were so lucky to get that done because it would have been a nightmare if the pandemic could be brought to like, even a month yeah. closer because we'd be looking at cancelling flights for people, oh God. Uh, hotels, that kind of stuff as well. Yeah, right? yeah. Trying to, try to, try to refund money even. Ah, it would exactly. be a nightmare because everyone kind of went, everyone's gone home, everyone's gone home. Well, that was it. But we, put, we always put tickets on sale the day after of the previous event, yeah, yeah. which we did. But luckily there wasn't too much sold. There was yeah. maybe 50 tickets sold or something like yeah. that. So I, was able, catch it. I was able to refund them, yeah. no problem. But yeah, 
We should just... have done what everyone else did in the entertainment industry, just kept them going. Uh, ah, we'll put them forward in six months' time. We'll all be back open in three weeks, clowns. <laughs> uh, um, but uh, from there to here, I mean, we've got to ask, like, obviously in the last ten years, I mean, there's been a real evolution of what you've done and even um, people, you know, coming to and fro over the last couple of years. Mm. Who's been some of the people that you've really enjoyed interacting with on the back of Brawbeard? Because it's not just about selling the product, but again, the product out there. Obviously, you've been sponsors the likes of Jamie Coward yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, loads of other individuals, which has kind of extended it. But who has been some of the, the true highlights of going like, or you know, some of the cool moments of being able to go working with that person, doing it with that person? I mean, you mentioned the fact that Brawbeard will live forever uh, as it is on a bike. In a game. In a PlayStation game, man. Which I think is so cool. Yeah. Because that means that lives forever Aye. somewhere. That lives, that goes on forever. Well, there's actually there's three versions of that game. So there's a TT Ride on the Edge 1, Ride on the Edge 2, which are out. Ride on the Edge 3 is coming. There we go. And i just seen a wee sneak artwork. Oh. And are you in it? I'm not in it, I'm not in it. Jamie's in it. Uh, I'll show you after this one. I can't share it publicly. Yet. Ah! Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So yeah, to see. And I understand you're in Crash Bandicoot now, which is very exciting. <laughs> very exciting. You Crash Bandicoot. But the uh... that'd be a deal to get. I know that's not bad. That would that's be a deal to get. Try to get the game somewhere. Because I remember there used to be games like responsible like skips. KP skips. KP skips. No, no, like skips for like outside your house. Yeah, yeah. The ones you stick in your tongue. The ones you stick in the puzzle away. Yeah. Melt in your mouth, I believe, was the. Uh... <laughs> well, there's, there's been some cool people, man. It's like, yeah, Jamie Coward and Lee Johnson are really cool because I grew up on motorbikes. Mm. Like my dad used to race road bikes. And they're cool guys as well. They are the very cool guys. Yeah. They're always accommodating as well. Um, anytime I'm going to race events, to make sure can I get tickets and stuff like that, and they, they look after me, which is nice, real nice. And I've met some cool people through that as well, like Keith Flint for the Prodigy. Yes. I met him at the TT, and then he recognised me and my dad at the at Donington Brick Superbikes, in whatever year it was. And it was just so cool, just walking along the, the pits, and he's like, all right, man. So we stopped and talked for 20 minutes. Oh, that's very cool. And it wasn't until we got back to the hotel at night, my dad was like, who was that boy? Who was that guy? I was like, that's Keith Flint for the Prodigy. He's like, are they a band? Are like, they a band? I was like, uh, kind of. So I showed them YouTube and it was a, a video for Russia, I think it was. And it was just like 60,000 people jumping. He's like, that's who we met. It's like, Keith, you're just a nice wee dude, eh? Yeah, but, yeah, it's um, a real shame. I know, yeah. So, yeah, it's like f- from people like I grew up with right up to yeah. people I listened to growing up to, you know, Fred Dust for Limp Bizkit. Keith Flint and even these are the people you've got to work with like where I've become like brawn ambassadors aye. whether it's not like I mean there's, I mean, there's Shug for example well, exactly aye, who, who is in his own is a brawn ambassador effectively in his own way exactly yeah totally he's a, he's a character as well he's been there from the early days as well yeah always in dropping advice in the group always supporting in everybody very much so um, he's, he's, always, he's up for everything as well like yeah. I, I've got a 360 camera and I say to Shug at the, the champs one year can you take that on stage and just walk and just so I can get a 360 video, a VR video of what it's like to walk on the stage. Yeah, yeah. And he done it, man. He, he smashed it. It was brilliant. And then, like, David Wallace, Lindsay Houston, the Glasgow Beard and Moustache Club, the Edinburgh Beard and Moustache yeah. Club. You meet so many friends through it. It's just, it's brilliant. People who I probably wouldn't have met if yeah. it wasn't for the, the brand. It's, uh, yeah, you build some lifelong friendships. I never like talking over the technical side too much uh. because that's, that's your thing, all the secrets stay in the yeah. <laughs> But I've always wanted to ask you, was at any point did you go, I'm going to nail this, smash this one, and then the oils came out and you went, 
that's honking. Mm. That's not going near any customers. Oh, yeah. We're redoing it again. Because you're always having to reinvent. And you're having to see uh, what other people are doing. You've always kind of been, I think, quite cool in terms of like, well, they're doing that, so I'm going to go this way. Ah, uh, yeah. I never, I never try to copy anybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, I always try and be original, which is like the, the broadcast. Yeah. You know, the the vlog. Yeah. As far as I'm aware, no. People that. weren't interested in uh, beard oil companies having podcasts until uh, broadcast started happening. We're not saying we're not saying nothing. But yeah, we see is <laughs> we see is. But even like. Um, the championships, no, I don't think any other beard brand, beard company had their own event. I think it was all like clubs who would put an event on and get headline sponsorship, whereas we put our own one on. I could be wrong on that, but I think that was the case. So, yeah, always trying to stay creative. Yeah, There's a, yeah um, every year we release an oil for the champs, yep. and then that oil becomes the anniversary one in October. Yep. And there's been a few shit ones, like, for sure. But there's been a few products I've, re- I've tried that haven't worked. Like, we've done a hair pomade at one point. That's right. Or pomade, or however the fuck you say it. I, I never know, man. No, man I'm not sure. I never know. I've not got hair, so, like, yeah. Um, so we've done that for about a year. It sat on the shelf for most of the time. People just it, didn't want it? Didn't really sell. No. People, some people loved it. And then... Could that be because, of, you know, we take the school picture every year of all the bald bearded guys? Well be, mate. It could and well there be. is basically the whole stage is full. Full of... Uh, it seems to be a thing with guys with beards. There's like gravity kicks in that goes for the hair through the face to the chin. I don't think I'm there yet. I'm on my way, no doubt. I I'm certainly on, am. On my way, no doubt. I was at Orbit Smoke Barbers this morning getting a haircut and a, a wee beard. Oh, are yeah. oh, Thanks, Angel. I didn't know we were doing making, that. Making me look pretty. I keep saying I'm going to go through and then I just don't. I'm nah. a scumbag. I'm a scumbag. Nah, it was good, man. Um, yeah, like the, the pomade, that was a, it wasn't a flop, but it wasn't as good as I thought it was going to be. Right. Yeah. But that must be, I mean, yeah. but again, it's all part of learning. It, I mean, that's it. It's just you try things if they, they work. I think it's down, it's down to how you, you push it as well, how yeah. you market it as well. And yeah, that was one that all stuck in my head that was probably the worst failure. But I mean, we've suggested a couple over the years. Uh, the, uh, oh, the, oh, hang on, did you do coasters? Did you do coasters? Uh, you didn't do coasters. Coaster, but they're just the, just the beer mats. Just the beer mats. Beer mats, sorry, yeah. I'm calling them coasters. Well, yeah, well, a coaster would be like a... a, like a, a you know, you get Quite a slate, thing, slate ones. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of I've not done them yet. Well, we're looking for the dinner set. A dinner uh, set. We're looking for the dinner yeah. set. <laughs> okay. like the, the mat and the, the two knives and the two <laughs> forks and the dessert spoon and the cheese spoon. Uh, it's, it's not a cheese spoon, cheese knife. What's the really fancy spoons you get where they've got like a decoration at the top of them, at the top of the handle? You've got the spoon bit, you've got the... Oh, the handle bit, and then there's like a wee decoration at the top. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Can they get them for the Queen's coronation or shit? I don't know what they're called. I only found out what a cheese knife looked like the other oh, okay. day. I, I was think... like, so what makes it a cheese knife? Oh, it's because you can cut it a certain way and then jab it and use it as a. Oh, is that one with two spikes in there? Aye. Uh, I didn't know that. I didn't know I that. I thought it was just a medieval weapon. Well, all I've got to say is so there's that. We've got the cheese board set coming. Uh, oh, what I was thinking with the spoon is you could have to draw a logo on the top. Have you got one for trumpet socks? No, I don't know. I mean, if you have a trumpet, you always keep it in the socks. So you can probably have trumpet. It's going to fly off the shelves, John. It's going to uh, fly off the soda stream. You're, you're still on the soda stream, eh? What it is, is basically, I might as well tell you, it's basically just a soda stream. You just put a sticker on it. Okay, well, that's money to be made. Someone, one, one person is going to buy it. Something will. One guy. I know. We, uh, that was the thing that we were, I went through a phase of asking. I still do it, but I used to do it more often. Was ask the customers kind of what they want. Yeah. There's a way... A bit of market research, and some of the things that came up were uh, interesting. Somebody suggested tennis rackets. Tennis rackets. Yeah, I'm assuming it would be. You know how you, that's one person that plays tennis. Well, that's it. I know why. It's like that's going to be an expensive tennis racket. Yeah, yeah. But I'm guessing that you know when you get a tennis racket, and you've got the mesh. They sometimes print a logo. They would have on a there. logo in there. Ah. Yeah. I remember I saw that one time. It was a Nike one, and I remember going like, "That's 
That's cool. Look at that. <laughs> you just said it. Look at that. That's cool. Look at that. Hey, hey. That's and then you put it down lean against the wall, and that's the last you look at it. That's the last you look at it. Honestly, I, I think my uh, my brothers uh, went through a badminton phase, which yeah. didn't last long at all. Yeah. What a fucking way. The next thing you open up the badminton case, there's a dent inside of it because someone's been whacked <laughs> with it or, or something, or who knows. Yeah. Uh, although I played squash once, I'm never fucking doing that again. Oh my god. I've never played that, man. Oh, I murder. Intense. Murder. Way too intense. Aye. And then you'll, like, you'll see some you know old guy. And he's like 65 or something, just fucking man out, and you're like, oh my god! Nah. Like I need an inhaler just to look at this guy. Ah, uh, not nah, stuff like that. I've seen folk playing it before. And... But we have to ask about the future. We have yeah. to ask about the future. Now people are going to think like, oh, it's t- oh, I made that setting that up. Like it's all over. <laughs> no, no, no. 10th year anniversary. Yeah. We, I mean, we've got to talk about the future because it's in everyone's mind just now. Uh-huh. Uh, obviously. Robbie has thrived and things have changed. I mean, obviously, uh, the YouTube channel's growing, the community's growing mm-hmm. as well, and uh, as is broadcast as well. So, and, and we're always talking new ideas to do for, yeah, yeah, totally. for that. But what, what, what for you does the future look like then? What would you What would you want to do? Obviously, championships coming again in February. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. First time in. Uh, First time, oh, Probably fuck, three, three years. years. Three, three years, I will be. Oh yeah, my you're God, right, three yeah. years. Because we did the broadcast live last year. Yeah, that's right. I had the broadcast live because we wanted to do something, basically keep the stage warm and just remind people we're there. Yep. And uh, so we done broadcast live. And we sat on those couches that were way too... Ah, uh, I know. Right. Too, and, and, and we were all shocked by how tight Calvin Young's clothes were. Like, they <laughs> were so tight! <laughs> he's like, a muscly dude, isn't he? He's a muscly dude, but they were... Tight man, <laughs> like they, they've been a muscly dude, and then they was wearing tight clothes. It's like, did he, did, like, did he run into Sainsbury's and they only had small, and he was like, "What did I?" Went in a paint shop and they sprayed them on. Oh my it. god, man, it's ridiculous, ridiculous. Oh, that was good fun, though. That was good. Yeah, it was good fun, but not every time watching him getting on and off a couch, it was like squeaking I'm, as he stood I'm, up. I'm worried about him. <laughs> no, I'm worried about him. That belt went the wrong way. Could have cut him clean in half. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Imagine. They were so tight. Oh, fuck, I know. I'm, I'm just thinking, that, was, oh, that worked out well, that, because that was episode 100 of the broadcast. That was, it? that was. So, I don't know where we are right now, we're like 120 or something. Maybe just yeah, 20. it must be close to 20. Is this 20? I don't know, mate, to be honest. Terrible, man. That's 119, 120, something like that. Oh, wouldn't it be fucking shite if this was 21? It would be great if it was 20. If it's 20? I know, I think it's twenty-one. Sure. It's like nineteen. I could check my phone. One hundred and three. One hundred and three. Fuck it. Forty-five. Episode it. four. Episode four. Welcome <laughs> to broadcast. Welcome to early days. We went back in time. Uh, what was the question again? I forgot. Um, I was asked. What was I asking about? Oh, oh the future. Oh, the future. The future. Yes. Um, I don't know, like real term, real plans as such. Nothing major because just economic times at the moment. Mm. Hey, you're just kind of riding the wave and seeing seeing what happens. But yeah, championships. I want to keep that yearly event. Possibly do two events a year. Really? That'd be interesting. Yeah, I've got a few ideas for that. Nothing concrete, but always chucking it up. You know yourself, always chuck ideas at you. So we can do it, yeah. Something. Um, yeah, extend the Bollywood community. Like, as we're saying, it, it's such a good community. Everybody's cool. Everybody's there for the same reason. Obviously, the things they've got in common are broad beard and beards. It's You get invited to the Brotherhood community through, through buying a product. It's a customer community. And... There's a lot of stuff like talk about mental health in there, people helping each other out. And I, I just like to extend that further because I know there's so many people suffering mental health issues. So if we can do it through our scene, I want to do that. Yeah. Um, also release more products. It would be cool. Well, something I've spoken about in the past would be have a premises where we could have a shop, a small shop. 
Oh wow! And like, and like a couple of barber chairs, maybe a tattoo <sighs> tattoo area, something like that. But the the way things are now, it's maybe ex- not right now. Ah, it's heavily expensive. Eh? So yeah, it was an idea a few years ago, and then pandemic kicked in, and prices went whoosh, through yeah. the roof. So yeah, that's on the back burner at the moment. Still something I'm thinking about. We'll see. The uh, lab might end up being through the back or uh, something. Yeah, but yeah, it'd yeah. be a premises and a place that people could go exactly, and hang out. Yeah. Just kind of hang out here, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds very cool. So that's that's like that's their big goal, I guess. Oh, um, we'll see what happens. But then it'll be a chain. Then it'll a be ch- Broadbeard World. Ah, uh, no, yeah. A theme park somewhere. Theme park, that'd be cool. Where you could ride the beard. You could have could a big. Could have phrased that better. Uh, I think we'll agree. Oh, what's those? Remember those pirate ships? I have that about a big man's head about a beard just hanging off a beard. Well, that'll be all right. <laughs> We've got a folk-looking model for that. That'll be ideal. I know. I'm sure there's a bit of health and safety involved. I know that. We'll just get David Wallace to do it on his own. Yeah. Just, <laughs> <laughs> just his arm. Making that noise with his mouth. Hey, <laughs> This music playing. I don't care. I don't care. But just keep it going. Um, so, ten years um, um, is a huge amount of time to do anything. Yeah. Like a fucking huge amount of time. Yeah, yeah. You still clearly love it after all this time. Oh, yeah, man, totally. You still clearly love yeah. it after all this time. Um, was there ever any doubts? Uh, you'd said it's been a couple of times that you maybe thought about cashing it in, but was there ever any doubts that this is the way? Because it has built steadily. We even talked uh, about it like, during lockdown, yeah. like, fucking hell, what's happening? You're like, well, the orders are still coming in. So, uh, that's it. Yeah, yeah. You know, folk are still wanting their beards to look good in the house. Uh, and it's, it's sometimes. You think like you think is this worth it, and then you look at the customer reviews. You know, on the website, there's well over a thousand five star reviews there now, and you look at them, and you're like, "Fucking hell, this actually does mean something to people." Yeah. You know what I mean? People do appreciate it. A thousand, a thousand. We could fill a low level football stadium. I know. With, uh, I know. Positive customer reviews. <laughs> I know, man. Like I don't know, Clyde Bank FC or some <laughs> something like that. Yeah. Musselburgh. Muscle, but I could feel that. Never <laughs> oh, there we go. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's, just, it's things like that. Eh? It's like sometimes you do, you feel down. It's like anything, anybody. You always have it up and down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, but yeah, you just look at customer reviews, or you look at what people are saying in the Facebook group, and you're like, fuck it, this is definitely worth keep going. So, what advice would you give, like, if anyone? Because it's ten year anniversary. We're going to be here mm. for the twenty year anniversary. Fucking think of that. I imagine. Christ, look at imagine the neck of us then. How old will be? This will be a full grey beard. All the grey. Everything, a bald, the grey beard. I've seen a crutch in the corner there, I think I'd need that. Probably need that, I'll probably, need, I'll probably need like something to hold Mars all together, or something like that, probably <laughs> prolapsed. Just like, you know, like a windsock at an airport, just like... <laughs> just be there by that point, just <laughs> hanging Same like I'm, I'm going to pop it back out with a chopstick every two minutes, just like... <laughs> I can't help myself, I can't help myself. But, what advice would you give to anything? So, we're taking Brawbeard out... Yeah. For yeah. a second, and we're having just JJ because yeah. I think it's an inspiring story. What advice would you give to anyone that's thinking about taking the plunge into, you know, a, a side hustle, but a dream, something you wanted to get the beard oil company going? You thought, well, this will be fun, mm-hmm. but then that fun always turns into, well, this could be this could be a job. Where did that happen for you? It's to be honest, man. It's, it's consistency. It's, it's like whatever you're going to do is just being consistent at it whether that's posting on social media every day yeah. you got to do it every day because like I said with the training thing if you miss a day people lose faith in you mm. you got to, you got to become credible uh, post on social media every day know what you're talking about as yeah. well um, I just it's funny man I just, I'm not going to mention the name but I had a message from a beard oil company before I came in 
No. <laughs> and they were they were asking. I'll guess Johnny Beard, Johnny's beard oil. Mate, you're not fucking far off. Fucking yes, Bob Agbeard. I'll show you after this. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh my god, that's <laughs> not far off. But they say, is would you feature us on your page? Right. I don't think they realise I'm a brand, like a beard oil brand. But anyway, they're just starting out, and the logo is a complete rip off of a drinks company. <gasps> fucking hell! Yeah, and you were so fucking close then. Johnny's beards. I'll, uh, that's good. I'm not going to say it was. James's that's, beard. That's not fair. But Jack's beard. Jack's beard. But it's no. Jono's beard. No. Jono's beard oil. No. Ah. You were close with the Johnnies. Anyway. Uh, Condom beards. So it's, it's been original. It's been original. You can't just take someone else's logo and fucking use it. No. Because you'll get sued for the line. Ah, exactly. So you got to start off original logo, original name. Committed to what you're doing. You need to turn up every day and commit to it. And if you're starting a side hustle alongside a a job, yeah. keep the job going because that pays the bills and that allows you to be creative with your side hustle. Because if you go for, if you go all in on your side hustle, creativity goes out the window because you're stressing about it. Yeah, you know what it's like, you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, it's just consistency, man. It's just discipline to keep keep producing content. In this day and age, it's producing content. Producing content. Uh, yeah, it's getting your face out there and not being afraid to talk on camera. And taking your top off. No, I never took my top. I just lifted it, man. There's going to be a calendar. To be honest, I didn't even. There's going to be a calendar. There was a calendar. Oh, there was. We've done done the calendar in 2014. Naked calendar. Wasn't naked. Well, that wasn't naked. It's what people want. Think of the success of OnlyFans. Do you know what I mean? There's going to be somebody out there that wants to see you stirring a bowl of soup with your beard. Maybe. I don't mean anything like dodgy. You know, just lifting my top off. Lifting your top off. If there's someone out there that wants to rub, you know, beard oil into their balls, that's probably going to be good for it. That was that was something that came up actually. Somebody suggested doing a pube oil. That's because of Manscaped. No, it was before Manscaped. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah this was. You the Manscaped marketing. I can't know, but just use, just use beard oil. It's the same fucking thing. It'd just be different marketing. Ah, um, an ass chamois. An ass chamois. You do get ass chamois. Do you? Aye, for the mountain biking. It's chamois cream. Well, fuck me. There There's you. money on the table. Yeah, I know. Well, I used to, we used to, well, sorry, I used to race mountain bikes. We don't twi- Dick polish. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that one. Well, I'm going to leave it with you. <laughs> Johnny's beards are going to do that, I can tell you that. Possibly now, I've just slated them. <laughs> um, now you get chamois cream for mountain biking. Stop the chafing. Oh, there you go. You live in that? Yeah. Not only did Probably. we learn about the last 10 years of Robbyard, we also learned that Johnny's yeah. now going to go into the exciting world of. Arse chammy. Mate, it's nothing. It's something I never want to revisit. I used to, we'd done a couple of 24 hour mountain bike races as a team, not yeah. alone. So it was, first time I'd done it, it was four of us in the team. Second time I'd done it, it was two of us in the team. So it was 12 hours each mountain biking. And chammy cream's essential, man. You gotta stick it down there, stop the, the chafing. If you've been affected by anything in this episode of broadcast, <laughs> if you have been unauthorizedly chammied at any point on a mountain bike, please phone the number that will be at the bottom of the screen. There's going to be no number at the bottom of the screen, just, no. like, just, my, just my email address. Just my email <laughs> And a random person's mobile. <laughs> is he still giving out my number, that arsehole? Uh, that's all we've got time for on this episode of Broadcast. That's been good, man. It's been that's fun good. catching up. Um, here's what you can do. Don't forget, head over, check out all the archive episodes. Some brilliant ones in there. Funny ones, interesting ones, a little bit of everything we try and bring you here. And of course, don't forget to hit the subscribe button over on the YouTube channel where not only we get episodes of broadcast, but you'll get vlogs, get instructional videos, uh, and some special one-off videos and events. Yeah. Uh, all that type of stuff. Make sure to go and check that out. Yeah. That's uh, all the good stuff. And of course, like and subscribe on social media, follow. 
poke. All of it. Is that still a thing? I think, I don't mm. know, I've not poked anyone. No, me neither. In a while. Could have phrased that better, I think we'll agree. <laughs> <laughs> nobody, nobody came out well from that at all. Uh, that's all we've got time for this episode. We'll see you next time for our broadcast. See Bye. Ya. Bye. <laughs>